Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode three of... Frog Kissing. <laughs> I almost said Muppets Most Wanted. We should That's just not... change the name. Yeah. Yeah. It's just called Muppets Most Wanted now. A podcast. We're, we're branding We're branding everything. We're just stealing the everything name. Everything Muppets Most Wanted. Somebody didn't get to see it. That somebody was not me. It that somebody was... being the movie and someone being Julia Gaskell. Somebody being Julia Gaskell that lives in Middle Earth. We so. we talked last week because we I was like we should definitely talk about Muppets Most Wanted for the next episode and you asked me are you going to be able to see I it in time? You. And I, I told you I was an idiot because I was like of course it's going to be on the internet eventually. Yeah. And um, it's like. Let's just say piracy, internet piracy failed me, so. Yep. Because Muppet fans are too good and pure of heart. Not that I condone internet piracy, Um, because I definitely, when the movie comes out in two weeks in New Zealand, I'm planning on seeing it multiple, multiple times, but I need my Muppet Muppet fix, Laura. (laughs) I need it. Yeah. So, well, there is a twenty-minute, there is a twenty-minute B-roll that's not very spoilery or anything. Yeah, that I meant to actually send you the link, and then I didn't. I just said that. <laughs> I have the link already. I've I've seen cool. it floating around on YouTube. I actually need to just yeah. watch it eventually. But Laura, what, I, got, what Laura. I don't like about that B-roll though is that it that never pans down. It always keeps Muppet waist height. Oh really? Which is a bummer. But you do see a lot of Bill because he's up and around doing producery things. So oh, that's cool. And there is a moment where you see Dave, but yeah, I will watch that sometime soon. But yeah, it's yeah. Only twenty minutes. Even though I didn't get yes, to I see saw it. Muppet Souls wanted, yeah, Lori got to see it. Yes, I did. Me and uh, my my bestest pal Allison, we went to go see it at about four thirty ish. Friday afternoon, so there wasn't a lot of people in the theater, because we went to, well, we went to a theater that was kind of, it's in it's a lightly podunk town, but it's a, it's like the nicest theater in all of nearby towns. Nice. Um, so it was us and like a couple of families and, and some kids, and um, I, it was the, the funniest part in the whole film experience is... Uh, well, I don't want to spoil it. Spoiler it. Spoiler it. Yeah. Rizzo's joke. Okay. Rizzo has one joke, and it is literally the best. And I doubled over laughing, covering my face, just so... My stomach hurt from laughing so hard. And Allison was losing her mind, and everybody like around us was probably like, "What in the hell?" <laughs> um, yeah, I I really don't want to spoil it, but I really just want to just tell you what it is. No, don't um, tell me. I'll, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. The effect. Okay, but everybody that that already saw it knows what, I, what I'm talking about. So that was really really awesome. But yeah, it was really good. Um, all the songs were really mm-hmm. really good. Every one of them is super catchy, and you know that because you have the soundtrack. You listen to most of it. Yep, I have. Um, I think they sound a lot more old school than uh, the Muppets soundtrack did. Yeah. Um, and I really like this kind of. It wasn't in every song, but I think it was in probably two or three songs. It was just the banjo 
that was there in the back. Mm-hmm. That felt, I think that probably helped it a lot. That it had that that kind of you know moving right along feeling. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, definitely. And goddamn, do I love a banjo and rock <laughs> as well? I love me a banjo. That's all I have to say. Gotta love the banjo. Yeah, that's probably why we like Mumford and Sons so much. You know. That's a good um, point. I do. Yeah. Love, I do love Mumford it's, and Sons. It's Kermit the Frog's fault. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he got me hooked on yep. banjos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would you say well, that you would you say that you liked um, Muppets Most Wanted more than the Muppets, or were they pretty equal? Yeah, definitely. No, I I I like Muppets Most Wanted. I wouldn't I wouldn't say much more, but I would say a lot more. And um, well, a lot would be more than much, wouldn't it? I I, I don't, don't know. know. Anyway, a lot and much are kind of similar. Yeah, because the problems that I had with um. The Muppets is that it was focused a lot on Jason Siegel and Amy Adams and their relationship. And not to take any... I mean, I love them both a lot. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a Muppets movie, you're not really <laughs> there for, you know, Lady Holiday and her skeevy brother. Right? Fair point. Right? I mean, I mean, like, to 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 use a, a earlier example of two leads that were there that had a good reason for being there and everything but like Ricky and Ty and Tina they all felt like they were supporting roles that they weren't lead roles even though Tina got her own song and Ricky got to duet and Ty got to duet they felt very necessary their roles Mm -hmm. felt necessary and I liked them all so much I especially like Tina's song. Tina's song might be my favorite. I don't think I've actually listened to Tina's song yet. I've only listened to a handful of the songs from the soundtrack. I was pleasantly surprised. And just like the whole thing, just I I was just laughing my head off because of um, because of the prisoners, which you'll find out when you when you watch it. Um, There was also a nice little uh, Paul McCartney nod. Where they do kind of like the the cover of Band on the Run, mm-hmm. they do that. You'll see that. You'll see that in the big roll, and in, in the B roll, and you'll uh, you'll hear part of the song in that too. Actually, oh, cool. hmm. I wish Kermit. Actually, I kind of felt that the pro the the only kind of real problem I had was that it treated it kind of treated itself so like a sequel that if you went into it without seeing any other Muppet film you wouldn't get the same kind of... It wouldn't really be the same, because you would have... It, it kind of... It starts off like, you should already know these characters. Okay, so... You know what I'm saying? Because they make a, they make a, a point about how important Kermit is to the group, mm-hmm. but, but there's not a whole lot of time before... Because I write in the in the song in the we're making a sequel we're doing a sequel song Dominic's already there saying this is what you should do yeah and by the time the song's over he's already I'm Dominic I'm gonna be you know I should I want to help you guys tour and do this mm-hmm. and yeah. he's already he's already uh, undermining Kermit and everything so it it doesn't give Kermit enough time to establish himself as their leader without you already knowing that. Well, and doesn't it? I just wish it kicks off right after like the Muppets ends, doesn't it? I know, and that's why I, I don't really like that. Okay, you know? no, that's, I don't. That's I a mean, fair I point. think 
Yeah, I think that I wish that it kind of stood on its own a little bit more. And it does, I mean, that that beginning part really doesn't necessarily take away from the rest of the movie. It really doesn't. But because kind of like that's already there, it, I don't know, I just, I, I think it would have been a, a lot stronger if it came in like the other Muppet movies where, and because that's like, that's another thing that I really missed was like the slow shot in that we like usually always have. Yeah. There's some kind of, there's some kind of slow shot in before you get to the song. And it's not necessarily a, like a long slow shot, like, you know. So I think this kind of felt like the Great Muppet Caper a little bit. It had that kind of sense of urgency and everything about it as well, which I really liked. Um, did, did it have a lot great... else in common with the Great Muppet Caper? Just because they're both capers set in Europe. and Yeah, they're caper-ish. I kind of like that, that it, that it does because they were both, you know, like, I guess this would be like the second movie in a new start. Yeah. Um, if you want to look at it like in error, errors, eras, eras <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of did. I mean, like kind of went all around. The climax happens in, in London, but I don't know because, and then, you know, they also have the wedding, which we've kind of already done. <laughs> And but I mean, it was several, it was a good yeah. wedding. I don't want to, yeah. But I, you know, the wedding you haven't learned. Yeah, no, that's kind of. I mean, at this point, you know, I, I've tried to avoid spoilers, but after listening to a few of the songs on the yeah. soundtrack and you know watching as many of the clips and interviews as I have and seeing pictures, yeah. it's kind of hard to avoid. Well, main that was the whole like points. we before before they changed the um the title. We knew there was going to be a wedding because it was like all the behind the scenes pictures. Yeah. When they were in London. No, That's this right. Thing, Kermit's wedding. It's like, all right, spoilers. That's what I kind of don't like about the who onset pictures. First look at <laughs> such and such. Yeah. I kind of miss like when they had the trailers that were like really vague or like even the trailers from like the 50s where it was literally the actor, whatever actor that was in it that says, hi, I'm such and such. And I want to tell you, like, I think of like a Bob Hope movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I want to tell you about um, this new movie that we're doing, you know, Ghost Ghostbusters or whatever. Um, <laughs> or Ghostbreakers. No, Ghostbreakers. That's what I was Bob, Bob Hope was not in Ghostbusters. I wish he was. He was in it. He was in a movie called Ghostbreakers. Yes. There is actually, there was like, I don't know, it's a Tumblr post or something that has, um, old Hollywood stars in kind of classic, but like 80s and 90s classic uh, films. Oh, yeah. And they actually do, they actually do Ghostbusters with like Bob Hope and Jack Lemmon and and that, and it's really awesome. I would have watched that. that. Yeah. Well, he was in a movie called Ghostbreakers. So that's what I was thinking of, but I said Ghostbusters. I was like, (laughs) no, it's not the same title. To get off track again. Where, Mm -hmm. but you basically kind of, you miss it where the trailers were vague and they didn't give a whole lot away. Yeah, because like that, uh, I don't, I don't remember who said it. Uh, somebody on our Twitter said um, that it was they were kind of spoiled by the by the uh, trailer. Yeah, it was Laura Chafe at Twil- Twilicorn One. She said, "I loved it, but the trailers ruined a lot of it for me," which I can agree with. I mean, you know, obviously you need to have movie trailers to get people to come see the yeah. film, but you know, yeah, if you put in all like the best jokes and all the spoilers, it does ruin the effect yeah. of a film. I don't, I didn't find that 
exactly true. I mean, not from, I didn't, my, my own opinion, I didn't find that true, but, um, I mean, no, it does tell you a lot of it, and we do see a lot of it in there. Oh, man, there's just so much spoilery stuff I want to talk about, (laughs) but I can't. That'll be Um, next week, and probably the following week as well, or something. But I really liked, um, all the human actors' uh, performances, and their singing was rather well too. It was rather good. Um, I knew that I knew that Ricky could sing because of his little stuff for The Office mm-hmm. and the <laughs> fact that he used to be in that new wave band. I didn't know he was in a band. When he was super fit, Google him right now, young Ricky Gervais. Your jaw's gonna drop. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do this. I did not know that um, he was in a band though. Oh yeah, I forget what they were called. It was something really, really, really new wavy and and kind of pretentious. But he had—I've uh, actually watched the music video of it. He sounds oh my god, kind of right. Oh. <laughs> you just saw your giant eyes get even bigger. Oh my god, um, he's like a young David he, Bowie. Uh, I've, right, and actually he he kind of sounds kind of David Bowie-ish in his uh the video of whatever the I don't even know what the band what's the band's name. I, I don't know. I'm too busy staring at these pictures of him as like a 20-something oh. year old. <laughs> Listeners, go Google young Ricky Gervais because your mind will be blown. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, but I forget. I don't like. I cannot remember what his man's name was called. But um, I I looked up their YouTube thing and uh, like a video, and it was very it was very David Bowie ish. But yeah, so I knew he could sing. I didn't know Tina could sing as well as she does. She really sings quite well. And um and Ty Burrell's uh song with Sam was uh, and and the rest of the cast was a lot of fun. And I really liked that one too. Although for some reason I think the, the it was it was mixed slightly odd where the the music was a little bit louder than the voices, but that might have just been my theater. Hmm. But I I mean his part was really fun. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard that Ty Burrell's really funny in it. Does Ricky Gervais just have the, the one song that he duets with Constantine, or does he have another song? No, that's it. Okay. He just has that one. Okay, yeah. then I've heard that song. Um, Yeah, he has that one. Tina has her own song. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Ty has a song with, with Sam. Sam the Eagle. Yeah. And that's it for that. Um, Yeah, and Constantine has... He's got that first song, and then he's got that one with Piggy, or that he sings to Piggy, rather. Yeah. And and that's another thing, like, I wish Kermit had done more, you know, singing-wise. Yeah. Um, he did, you know, he had We're Doing a Sequel, he, the very last song, which I'm sure you know what it is, which I, I was not expecting that at all. Um, for those, I won't spoiler it, but I was not expecting that at all. I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, they could have done something more original and I think that because see and and those that's the problem with the we're doing a sequel was that they did the song and at the end of the song it's the Muppets again kind of thing yeah Um, they did that yeah they did that with the with the title the Muppets again yeah because that's in mind that's back when they thought that that was going to be the title of the film I think it still works though you know it's a little strange yeah no it's but it does I mean 
Yeah, it still works, but it's, 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 it's it is slightly awkward when you know that. Yeah, but it I mean, it's slightly awkward when you already know that. If you don't know that, you're just like, "Yay, we're seeing the Muppets again! Cool!" And it doesn't exactly. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, you don't. You're not questioning anything. But I am so glad they changed it because I hated that title so much. I know. I thought it was so dumb. It's like that is the dumbest title. I was like, just go with like the Muppets two, because that's just <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad they went with Muppets Most Wanted, which is a lot better because that's more of saying that's what the film's about. Exactly. You know? I mean, like, what else... Like, I don't I don't know what other title you could have given for The Muppets that would, like, kind of describe what was going on as well. Yeah. That's a and good not, point. And not unless you want to say, like, The Muppets Return or The Muppets Are Back or... The Muppets... Whatever. Yeah. They're... But, um... I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, just naming the I last really film The Muppets, the Muppets title. worked, but I'm glad they didn't name it yeah. Muppets again, pretty much. But... You know what I also really liked... Not that he had a whole lot to do in it, but that Ray Liotta was back. Yeah, he's, had he's in the prison, isn't he? With, Big with, Papa. With That's Jermaine Clements. <laughs> with Jermaine Clement and Danny Trejo. The, I can't remember his name. I think his, I think his wrestler name is like Hornswoggle or something like that. Yeah, Ryan and Joe interviewed him. He's got he's he's the dude with the Muppet tattoos. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, little person. I, yeah, no, I know who you mean. Help people pick him out of the group. I yeah, I forgot but that he was in the film. Brett's for a second. also, Brett is also in the prison, but you don't see him a whole lot. And there's a guy that he doesn't have any lines or anything really. And there's a guy that kind of looks like Brett that I kept thinking might have been him, but it wasn't. <laughs> but then Brett was like, he was in the he was in the the yard scene where Kermit first comes out, and when they lift Kermit up in the air. Steve is dressed like one of the prisoners. Really? And they, yeah, because uh, remember the um, the the pictures. That yeah, no, I've, out? I've seen then, like we could we could coin them out it too. But yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. fuck, that's awesome. And when and when they they drop Kermit, you can see his face for just a second. Shit, that's and awesome. I, and I was like, ah, Steve, and Allison totally missed it. She was so mad. I was like, oh, I guess we'll have to come and you know. I'll have to come see it again so you can catch Steve's face. <laughs> oh, that's and awesome. And it was so good because, like, everybody, because cause, uh, they drop him because Nadia yells at him. Yeah, no, so they, that's Everybody's the looking yeah. and they're, yeah, and they're all looking kind of scared. And you just see his face for just a second. But I was like, ah, it's, you know, he was acting. He was doing oh, his thing. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, he's actually, it's funny because when they're holding him up in the air, you can tell who's, like, you can see his head, but only the top of his head. And somebody actually has their elbow on top of his head. Because, like, how he's positioned, you can tell that that's him holding up Kermit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you'll just have to, like, look under Kermit. That's what I was doing the whole time. I was like, I'm going to see Steve. Are, I'm see Steve. Are Jermaine and Brett in any... Are they standing next to each other at all at any point? <laughs> I just want them to be together um, on screen again. I Yeah, they kind of are. Um... But yeah, I mean, and I love that Jermaine is in it. I love that so much. That makes me quite and, happy. And Jermaine actually gets, yeah, Jermaine actually gets his own song as well. It's not, it's not uh, an original song. It's a, it's a cover. Um, but that kind of gives away a bit of a plot point, so I'm not gonna say anything about it. It's cool, probably, cool. you probably, I don't know if it's in the, um, it's in the soundtrack or not. I hope it is. It was fun. No, it's the best part of the soundtrack. They have uh, demos of Brett McKenzie singing some of the songs. Oh, yeah. 
And in them, he so he does really really good impersonations of like Kermit the Frog and Miss he Piggy. Does, he does a really good Piggy. I heard a little bit of his uh, of his Kermit, and I thought, and I I didn't I wasn't crazy impressed with that because Kermit's not the easiest to imitate. But I was really impressed with his Piggy. It was funny. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I quite liked it. That makes yeah. me very very. I like happy. his. Yeah, I like his version of uh, I can give you what you want because he has just a very good voice and it and it does kind of make it sound very flight of concords but i guess you kind of think that when you hear him sing it too didn't they so. make a music video for i can give you what they, you want with brett singing yep. it okay i have not seen that yet yep. i just realized but i have well i posted it and you follow down. my tumblr and i think i favorited it thinking i will watch that later today and i have not i'm just a terrible muppet mm-hmm. fan I haven't seen the movie. I haven't. No, you're not. Watched a lot of the interviews. No, yet. you're not. <laughs> you're just stuck in New Zealand. That's all. New Zealand. Just go get, <laughs> go get Lindir to sing all the songs for you. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing like Lindir having like a harp or something and a flute and just, <laughs> just having like some singing. We're doing some a Elvin sequel. backup band singing. Yeah, singing. I can give you what you want. I would, I'd pay so much money to see that happen. Oh, Brett McKenzie. Yeah. Oh, dear. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the movie comes out. I love that. I weeks. love that we can. I love that we can make the Middle Earth jokes, and we still have a link back to the Muppets. Pretty much. Is <laughs> so we can just make Brett McKenzie jokes. <laughs> I do love Brett McKenzie, though. Yeah. Uh, well, the movie comes out here in two weeks, so I just have to wait that long or yeah find it online meanwhile meanwhile we have a whole nother uh podcast to do we're talking about the movie still <laughs> yeah next weekend but hopefully by yeah. then i will have seen the film through yeah totally and if not, not we can just have means. yeah and if not we can just have ryan tell us about the premiere itself Right, because we're having Mr. Ryan Dozer onto the podcast next week as our very first guest, and he's going to tell us all about going to the premiere of Muppets Most Wanted in L.A. with Johannes. That's pretty awesome. And if you haven't watched it yet, they've got a video of themselves at the um, green carpet interviewing people. I love Steve's jacket. Steve's jacket. Although and, I, no, no. My favorite part is when Dave Goals tries to interrupt that like, oh yeah, singer kid. <laughs> yeah, it's so adorable. He gets so excited. Show. I know. He's like, oh, I know those guys. He comes over, doesn't even realize he's interrupting somebody talking to them, and then they don't even show any of whatever they said to Dave anyway. But Joe said that they're gonna have, or Ryan or Joe once said that they were gonna have a extended interviews and such oh good so yay i hope so do you want to do what's what's your favorite song that you want to do what's the song you want to do um i i really like doing a sequel and something so right yeah something so right's pretty pretty catchy and yeah because on in the interview either ryan or joe was like this is going to be the one that gets nominated for an oscar and so far i think that they're probably right because it's, it's really I, I really hope so. It's well written. And it's I wish it was longer. I really I wish it was longer. I feel that long, way with I mean, a lot of well, the Muppet songs. I don't yeah. But especially that one because it... Because I feel like, you know, they had Miss Piggy singing her part. And then they had, like, the other Muppets come in. And, oh my god, I love that part. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was so well executed. Um, I wish there was, like, a little more with that. 
maybe kind of like a over like a longer overlap or something. Yeah. And then I like Celine coming in like kind of fantasy fairy godmother ish. Mm-hmm. I kind of wished I kind of wish she had dispensed some advice to to Piggy. Like I felt <laughs> like that she should have done that after the song and she didn't and I was quite disappointed. So she kind of she's just in the song and then she just kind of goes away. Yeah, she kind of just does a song on that. Bit. So it's kind of spoilers. It's, it's, it. That's that's okay. It's fine. So it's kind of on par with like Jim Parsons in Manor Muppet. Yeah, yeah. It's come... vaguely, you know, okay. because yeah, because Piggy talks about doing uh, several Celine Dion songs, so it's obvious that you know she has very strong feelings about Celine Dion. <laughs> so it's kind of, so it's kind of you know expected that. Not re- well, not really expected, but you know, when she's doing, she's having her her uh, retrospective moments that Celine Dion will pop up, you know, yeah, to to be there with her kind of thing. But yeah, I really like that song too. So we should but play it. But I also it. really liked we're having a sequel. So yeah, so but let's do that one. Something's right. <laughs> Something's okay. so right. <laughs> All right, here here is uh, for your enjoyment Yay. the song Something's So Right. Why do I feel 
Hi, I'm Ryan Rowe from ToughPigs.com, the website for Muppet fans who grew up. And you're listening to Frog Kissin', an official Tough Pigs podcast. I really liked Eric's performance with Piggy. Mm-hmm. I think in he's, that song. he's gotten really well, really well. He's doing a really good job with Piggy recently. He is, but oh my god, he sounded so good. He does, yeah. But not like, but not, but it's kind of strange because. Piggy's never sang that well before. <laughs> like that's what I mean. That's like he sounds like almost too good. Oh, that's so a good like point. it's kind of strange because because Steve obviously he's he it was kind of the same way with with Steve and Kermit. Um, that Steve was just a much better singer than Jim was, and Eric is clearly a much better singer than Frank was. So it's just it's kind <laughs> of weird that that kind of that translates so that now Kermit and Piggy are like way better singers than they've ever been to the point where you think that like, Oh, that's kind of, it's just kind of odd that they sing so well. Like, I mean, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. But that is one of my favorite things is when, when uh, Kermit harmonizes with anybody, which he does all the time when mm-hmm. Steve's, Cause now Steve's that Steve's awesome picks up the mantle. Yeah. And he knows how to harmonize and it's awesome. It always makes me so happy. But yeah, I mean, God, yeah, Piggy's never sounded better. Wasn't weren't they gonna uh, in in the Muppet movie for Never Before and Never Again? Weren't they going to dub that song and give it to somebody else? But then they just decided to go, just go with Frank singing it because it was funnier, probably. I oh think, gosh, I don't know. I That's think I remember me, I remember I reading somewhere that they were going to get someone else to sing the song, but then they were just like, Nah, nah, we'll just stick with Frank. Like a, like like as a voiceover or like as Piggy. Like a, like that was gonna be she was gonna have like some beautiful uh, singing voice or something. I think oh maybe it was just gonna be a voiceover of just like someone else singing it, but mm. nope they stuck with Frank Oz. I could I could picture like somebody like Steve Lawrence singing it. Yeah, you know who that is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know who he is because of that Alice in Wonderland um, miniseries from like nineteen eighty four. Wonderland miniseries. He was. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Like, so it has like all these people, like Sherman Hemsley and uh, Ringo Starr and Anthony Newley. So I know all these like really <laughs> weird, obscure people because of like from like that were really popular in the seventies and eighties because because of that. Um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to live stream it one day because I mean, God, that was like that was a giant part of my childhood. Me and me and my brother still sing songs from it. He's determined to go as. The Mad Hatter, who was Anthony Newley for Halloween one year, mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah, and that's like that's like that's one of those things that is a just an intricate part of uh, our simpatico, you know. Mm-hmm. That we'll just well, you know, because you have a brother. I do. Have that a when brother. you you reference to something, they immediately know what you're talking about, and yeah, but when it comes even to if it's just like the biggest thing. When it comes to me and my brother, it's more referencing like. Pokemon and Saturday morning yeah. cartoons. Well, We're yeah, lost. but I mean, it's that thing. It's that thing that because you both of you grew up with it together. Oh yeah, no, totally. So like that... me and him will randomly will write on each other's Facebook walls and be like, "Do you remember this really like obscure like made straight to video movie that we watched like once as a kid?" And then the other one will be like, "Oh my god, I yeah. do!" And then we'll spend an hour on YouTube trying to find it. And, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. uh, me, me and Aaron do the same thing. We'll just sit there. I mean, because uh, when um, I think Muppets Take Manhattan was on on demand, and he was like, you know, 
hey, let's watch this. And it's like, okay. And then, I mean, that's what we did for an hour and a half. And we you normally don't just like sit there and watch something together unless it's something that we used to watch together as kids yeah, all the yeah. time. And he's four years older than me, but I mean, we kind of, there weren't a whole lot of kids around in our neighborhood. So mm -hmm. I kind of always felt that, and especially now that we're older, that we kind of just kind of generally chat and do things together more. And it's awesome. That's cool. You know. The Muppets, I mean, me and my brother definitely watched, you know, like The Great Muppet Caper and Muppet Christmas Carol and Muppet yeah. Movie growing up. But the only real Muppet thing that we kind of connected with as a kid, as kids, was over Muppet Babies, which I haven't watched hmm. in years. But I remember that we would, yeah, play Muppet ba we would play Muppet Babies and he'd always be Animal <laughs> and I would be Rolf because I love dogs. <laughs> as a child. Oh, yeah, because you wanted, you wanted to be a dog when <laughs> you... <laughs> yep, that's exactly that's exactly the reason. You're so you're so cute. My brother is 33, um, and he still walks around the kitchen going nerdy 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 nerdy. <laughs> the little typewriter from Sesame Street. Ah. That's like that's just that's just the sound effect that he makes. And he he watched. I mean, because like I said before, uh, with me and him, it was like Jim Henson stuff, Muppet stuff, like. If if we knew Jim Henson's name was attached to it, we grabbed it up. He's the one that started watching Farscape. I didn't even know what it was for a while. And then he was like, oh, yeah, they made, like, this Electric Mayhem reference. It was awesome. And he had been watching it the whole time and never told me. <laughs> but Nice. So, yeah, I need, I need to start watching that again. I want to rewatch that. That's on Netflix. Speaking of Farscape, Gigi Edgeley is following our Twitter that Which would is awesome. So I hope so probably I hope she's mean a lot right more now. to me if I've ever <laughs> if I'd ever seen Farscape, but I have never seen it, so that kind of goes over my head. She's easily she's probably my favorite character, Chiana. Ben Browder's character's nickname for her was Pip, but she was she was a really interesting character. All the characters in that show were, were really interesting. You should totally watch it. I probably will someday. When I have Netflix again. Do you have Netflix down there? Not oh, in New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, the trouble with um with Farscape is that it came out on DVD really stupidly. Like, season one, volume one, and it had like three episodes on it. And that was the DVD that you had to buy. Oh. Yeah, I, the look on your face says it all. Yeah, no, it was really stupid. So I kind of hit and miss at the library with it for the first couple of times first thing that I saw of it mm -hmm. but yeah I know it was really good and the the voice of pilot who was the pilot of the ship vaguely sounded like Brian Henson which I really liked yeah um even though it was not Brian Henson but it could have been and I kind of wish it was but it wasn't but oh well so uh let's get to our questions because we've kind of rambled on but I don't really want to edit this too much. No, fair enough. Um, and we actually only have two, because one of them was the comment yeah. from Laura Chafe. Um, so let's see. Mm -hmm. From Tumblr, we have Awkward Gravity Falls Screen Caps, which is an awesome name. Uh, they mm -hmm. asked, oh my, I've just discovered this awesome podcast. Anyway, about Muppets Most Wanted, what was your favorite song from the movie? And also, what obscure Muppet cameo was your favorite? We kind of answered that already, actually. Um, I, think, I think my favorite song was... Probably we're doing a sequel. Mine's probably either that yeah. or Tina's Tina or in the big house. I can't decide really. Right now it's something so right, but I also haven't listened to the full soundtrack because I don't want to spoil everything for myself. Yeah. So that mm -hmm. might change possibly by the time we record the next episode. But currently something's yeah. so right because it's 
quite lovely as a song. And as for which yeah. obscure Muppet cameo was your favorite, I you can't, can't comment. That. But like, the um, mine was definitely mine was Rizzo and uh, yeah. and Robin, and you'll find out why. Oh. I'm excited. What happened? Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? There's like, yeah, there's a weird buzz now. Oh, is there? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's fine. Okay, I had to plug in my laptop because it was about to die. Okay, no, you're right. That's fine. Okay. Um, and um, our, yeah. Our... Also, like, I like seeing Bohemoth. That was cool. <laughs> he was just there in the background, but I thought it was just hanging out. Oh, cool. Well, our so what are you gonna say? I keep inter- I keep interrupting you. Like I just did it now. That's okay. I was I gonna try not to do that. Go on to our second question. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which has very little to do with Muppets Most Wanted, but um, well, I just remembered what it was. Yeah, the, the Muppet <laughs> Mindset asked us, uh, "What is a Muppet?" That's a that's a question from Ryan Dozer, who has been running the Muppet Mindset for seven years. So of course he wouldn't who, know. By what the a, way, he wouldn't know what a Muppet yeah. is. By the way, who the the hornswoggle guy was all bitching at Ro- uh, bitching at Joe because I want to be the the number one Muppet fan, but I can't because of this guy, and he meant Ryan. Yeah, didn't he? Um, he pointed at Ryan when he said that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was like bitching at Joe about it, and Joe's like, "I got a website too, man." I mean, no, he didn't say <laughs> that, but that's what I was thinking for him. Aww. I was like, yes. "I know, right?" Um, but no. Um. Yeah, um, a Muppet. A Muppet is, is well, a. It's a marionette puppet. No, it isn't. Isn't that what? That's a lie. That's what it, he that's made what that shit is. up. That's what Jim no, Henson said. Yeah, because he made it up because he was tired <laughs> of just saying, "Ah, oh, it's a funny word I liked." No, for real. Like what? Because think about that. What the hell sense does that make? Marionette plus puppet. They use marionettes like four times. It's <laughs> well, no. Everything. It's more like the combination of like the actual hand puppet with. I always figured like the arm rods were supposed to be, kind of like that's where the marionette part came in. But I don't know. Nah, a, muppet, a muppet's a it's a muppet. It's it's a yeah talking singing exactly. frog with a banjo and a diva pig riding bikes. Yeah, but no. I mean the the. The Muppets thing just came from because he didn't want it to sound like he wanted it to sound like puppets, but something different. Well, that's fair enough. M in front of it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the other thing could work too. He did actually say that. Him and Jane did say that. Yeah. But I don't. But I heard. You know, I've I've read from Jane that you know, but he didn't mean it. We were just trying to figure out something that sounded more intelligent than you know. Well, it sounded funny. Um, but um. However, I think maybe he means it on a different level as well, because how many times have we seen, hey, Sesame Street puppets aren't Muppets? Technically, now, they're not. Because well, yeah, Muppets is now a trademark thing. Yeah, because Disney However, owns the Muppets I, and they don't own Sesame Street. Or Fraggle Rock or something like that, yeah. yeah. However, I put, it, I put it to you to go by the old school thing where they were created by Jim Henson, therefore they are still Muppets. I still count Sesame Street Street characters as Muppet characters. If someone asks like what my favorite Muppet is, I'll still consider the Sesame Street and Fagel characters too. And because they they were originally built as Muppets. Mm -hmm. Um I think it's a little I'm I'm not as 
quick to say that of like the puppet up characters that they use in that. Um, although, yeah. although that's that's kind of gray area because a crapload of those puppets are just old stuff from other Jim Henson Company productions like Animal Jam and Joe the Armadillo is in there. Joe from uh, mm-hmm. from the behind for the 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 bonus footage of uh, uh, Kermit Swamp Years, which is like one oh, of my right. favorite things. Wait, do you wait? Out of curiosity, how do you feel about Kermit Swamp Years? I liked it. I think I need to rewatch it because I remember being very underwhelmed by it. Yeah, I kind of was too, but I mean, it was a lot of. I think it was just, it was really cute, and I really liked Goggles and and uh, Croaker as his little his little yeah. buddies. Yeah, just no, I. Joey, I, Joey Maz and I own that DVD actually. I only own like four or five Muppet DVDs, and that's one of the ones I own because I saw it well, in we'll a, like, a five dollar. We'll bin. have to do a yeah. We'll have to do a live stream, and then we'll do an episode about it or something. Okay. But um, yeah, I liked it. But yeah, so so Joe the Armadillo, he gets just a little. He has like this weird little behind the scene because he's in he's in a. a the pet store or something so joey maz does this whole thing with he's like i'm joe the armadillo and i'm gonna uh go around and work that's like that was their behind the scenes thing was hosted by him yeah and it was just oh it was so funny there was actually a part and i said this to allison in the theater there's the and uh i can give you everything you want um one of the things that he that he mentions that he can give her is an armadillo, and I said I am so disappointed that that wasn't Joe the armadillo. Mm-hmm. However, Joe the armadillo is with Puppet Up or Stuffed and Unstrung. I keep wanting to call it Puppet Up, yeah. uh, <laughs> Stuffed and Unstrung on tour. So, you know, obviously that's that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, but uh, back to the original thing. Um, yeah, I mean they're kind of like the ones. The miscellaneous puppets that still belong to the Jim Henson Company, I think those are they they still vaguely count as Muppets. Kind um, of, I don't know for Stuffed and Strong. Yeah. I guess maybe it's just because I don't have much many ties to Stuffed and Strong, and I haven't really seen any of like clips from them. Yeah. Or, so and they're all kind of I don't know. they're all kind of just miscellaneous background puppets that have maybe been in stuff that we actually remember so that's a good point um like joe the armadillo is the only one that i know that like actually had a name and there's a couple from uh animal jam which i think is hilarious because to see the those puppets that were geared for preschool children saying the stuff that they get to say and stuff that not strong mm-hmm. is just hilarious to me there's an answer that that jim gave was that muppets are cute and cuddly and fun and whimsical and furry and whatever and he was making this the distinction between them and creatures which is okay. like what the creature shop produces yeah. and stuff so i kind of like to keep that like as under the whole jim henson spectrum is that there's the creature that's, shop and then there's that's fair muppets. although there are, definitely that's, a, that's the, there are definitely a few muppets i wouldn't count as cute and cuddly well yeah but i mean like that's that's kind of just the umbrella. You're either a creature shop creature or you're a Muppet. And that's how it is. Or at least that's how it was. Now it's all weird and technical, but I kind of keep it as the, the old deal. All I know is, I, yeah, like Crazy Harry. 
not so cute and cuddly. Yeah, no. Yeah. Insane. With Uncle dynamite. Deadly. Yeah. Uh, I'd cuddle with Uncle um, Deadly. If you're made out of felt, Muppet. Mm-hmm. If you're made out of latex, Creature. Pretty much. Um, I. But you know, there's there are some things that like. That like I said, the the puppets. Because when I think of like, Jim Henson Hour Muppets. Uh, yeah. Well. Mother Goose, Mother Goose stories, or whatever that freaking show is called, um, which I I watched religiously as a child when it came on like at seven never, in the morning. I've never seen that show. Brian directed like all of them. I think that was like his first directing job. Mm-hmm. Was Mother Mother Goose Nursery Rhymes or something like that. I'm gonna kick myself when I remember what it was actually called. But those the the humans. Like, sometimes they had actual actors, sometimes they had human-like puppets, and they looked very, very different and very kind of odd. I wouldn't necessarily count those as Muppets, because I kind of think of them as Jim Henson, Jim Henson Company kind of umbrella, but I don't know. It's I don't know. Now. When I don't know when it comes to Muppets, <laughs> it's complicated, like man. anything like what to do with Sesame, Fraggle, and then I mean even the Jim Henson Hour, you know that's circled around like Kermit and Gonzo and you yeah, know the gang. So, so still, I would count those all as, all as Muppets, even though we haven't really seen them much recently. Hmm. Well, this has yeah, been I'll edit that part. Another up. another fun episode of Frog Kissing and that no, yeah. do it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> You sounded like you just sound like so. I'm so, I'm so tired right now. If <laughs> you, you realize, you I've I've barely said anything dead. this episode. I've barely been talking because I'm just tired. I know. Yeah, Julia's hungover. Surprise! I'm giving give you. <laughs> you make it sound like I'm an alcoholic. I didn't say. You were like. I know. I just Julia's thought of hung, that. Julia's I hungover. Big surprise. <laughs> surprise. No, I meant like I meant like surprise. I'm giving your secret away. Not no. surprise. She's drunk again. <laughs> Fact. I've been That's drunk not for every every recording of every episode. I'm just always drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, should, this has been we here more ecstatic. <laughs> this has been another episode of Frog Kissing. Yay! Fun. <laughs> I think this went well for not having planned it. Yeah, it was a little bit at all. all over the place. No, we stayed on topic for the most part with nothing else wanted. And then you the went off part. for a while on Farscape. Well, I did kind of want to talk about Creature Shop Challenge, but we'll do that next time. Okay. After we watch it. Or maybe we'll do that for episode number five. You know, actually talk about that when we see it. So. Yeah, that would probably be a <laughs> good might, thing to see might, first and then talk about it. Yeah. That seems that seems to be like the better idea. <laughs> you're just rolling your eyes because you're so mad you didn't get to see it yet. <laughs> just like yeah, when you get to see it, somebody gets to see it, not me. All right. <laughs> so, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys next on week. The podcasts. Bye. Bye. And that's the secret of frog kissing. And you can do it too. Just listen, just slow down, turn around, bend down, and kiss you a frog.